Stuttered my brother was handy. Hey, fantasy, inception. We talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick her. We need that correction. Talk mouth, we flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Yeah. What up, though? What it is, hopefully, is what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy In Session, the podcast. Today is August the 24th, and the boys, minus one or minus two, are back in town. Uh, Javar doing Javar stuff, the producers somewhere over here, te- over here teaching and shit. The producers, oh, educated as the producers. I don't know, producers. yeah, I don't know where Tony at. <laughs> Probably still editing the episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> if you're listening to this or um make sure because i was about to say some another joke i had another joke but if, <laughs> I, I do if you're listening to this man make sure you subscribe uh like give us a review um listen to us on youtube view us on youtube give us a comment tell a friend to tell a friend where you heard the best fantasy football podcast in the nation at in the world matter of fact might i say uh facts what else you got you got anything else Make sure you check out our rankings on ffincession.com. They're being updated constantly. We got uh we got redraft, we got dynasty, we got superflex, we got rookies, whatever you need, we got it. So check it out. Remember, they're hundred percent accurate too, so you definitely want to check these out. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, let's get into the moment of silence, of course, that goes without being said. Um for Bla- for Blake too, Blake yeah. too. We had another one, so you know, it sucks. We had to keep talking about this shit, but it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. What, what you want to get? A, what happened though? There, I, I try not to look at stuff. From like what that. I, yeah, I didn't read too much into. It, from what I did read, they said that the guy was breaking up a fight. Um, he called the cops, or I don't know if he called the cops or somebody else called the cops, but the cops showed up, and of course, you know, you know the rest. He was walking away, and. They shot him like seven times in the back and he was unarmed from what I know. And it was three other officers and you know, it was just the same old shit, man. Same old shit. Different day. Uh, man, but yeah, man, rest in peace. Uh, our thoughts and, and prayers go out to his family and his loved ones as long, uh, along with the rest of the fallen brothers and sisters that's died. Uh, Brianna Taylor's murderers are still alive. Did he, is he dead? Uh, no, I think he, I actually think he's stable, man. So that's, you know, Still sucks that it happened to him, but hey, I'm praying for him, man. I hope he survives. For sure, man. So let's go ahead and give it a moment of silence for that. Yeah, man, we need some happy music after that or something, man. We got to start. Because I'm happy. Exactly. Like, can we put music on the podcast? Is that a thing? Don't put that new uh, Jay-Z and Pharrell song, because that shit was whack. <laughs> you heard that shit? I heard I heard people talking about black how black man, black man, <laughs> black man. <laughs> like, no, bro. <laughs> what are you doing, Pharrell? Oh, damn. Hey, you see he dropped it on Nas's the day. The yeah, day bro, they always do that shit. Jay always does that shit, bro. This shit's yeah. hilarious, bro. Tell us up the beef is over. No, it's not, bro. Well, you ain't slick, bro. We know what you're doing, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it backfired this time. That shit sucks. Yeah, this time, this probably was the worst time that, that it happened facts uh let's see so i think we are where at the news part of this show then when javari yeah. had we a little bit off scripted what's going on going out of hey, yo. <laughs> uh so let's get into the news there's not much news out there since the last time we potted um uh, what's the Braille williams is 
You muted me. I know. That's all I'm saying. Keep going, bro. You good. You muted me. I'm not. I muted. know. You're not muted no more, though. You good. That's what I'm saying. Keep going. I didn't mean to. I meant to mute me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> keep going. Just keep talking, bro. I can't, see you. I can't see you with this. With the, I got the soundboard over your face. My bad. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. All right. I just, all I saw was you muted. But we can keep this. It's cool. Right. Uh, Raiders wide receiver Tyrell Williams has a torn labrum in his shoulder and is uh, expecting to play through it, apparently. Gross. Um, so how do you feel about Bri- uh, Brian Edwards and or Henry Ruggs the third out there, two rookies? Or do you want Hunter Renfro to be safe? Well, they're already saying that uh, Brian – well, I, I guess Tyrell Williams was out there also because they said Ruggs is in the slot, and then uh, they had Edwards and Tyrell on the outside. So – if this injury is ser- more serious than he's letting on, then they might have to go back to putting Renfro in the slot because I don't think he could play outside and then, you know, putting rugs on the outside. But he said he's expected to play to it, play through it. And they probably won't get a lot of targets anyway. So, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not really reading too much into this. It doesn't really affect his legs. I mean, so I guess he can still run fast. but I'm- Exactly. But you can't reach over your shoulder. So they're going to have to, like, dump <laughs> chest passes and shit. Exactly. <laughs> um, Kenyon Drake was seen in a walk-in boot um, as precautionary measures, quote-unquote. I seen a tweet before we got on the air that said he uh, – well, he tweeted before we got on the air that he was in a, a walk-in boot this time last year too. So yeah, you know what? I was actually going to bring that up, bro. I was actually going to bring that up. I, I couldn't remember if it was him or another player, but I remember like something like him being in a walk-in boot, and that's when the Kalen Balaj stop just completely – went out of hand, bro. And, you know, all the people who you know, studied that backfield was like, eh, it's a trap. Don't do it. They'd rather run with no running back than Blige. And, but so, so this, I, hope this, I hope it's the same. I hope it's the same situation. So this news paired with last episode's news of Cliff Kingberry coming out there saying that, that how he feels about Chase Edmonds. How do you feel about Chase Edmonds? I think, we should, I think if you could, I would send a couple flyers out there. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's. I think he, that was always the case because if something were to happen to him, like he's shown that he could produce in that you know workhorse role. So I was always taking Chase Edmonds late round as a you know high upside sleeper or high upside handcuff. But really, it just comes down to how healthy is Keon Drake when the season starts because last year they ran with three different running backs, but they never did it really at the same time. It was always like one guy out there, so. Keon Drake's healthy. I still expect him to be the workhorse. But if he's not, then, you know, if you get Chase Edmonds late, man, he can pay off for you. Mike Williams out of Los Angeles from the Los Angeles Chargers is week to week, apparently, with a shoulder injury. It didn't say what happened. It just said he's week to week. So uh, I guess that's something to be on the lookout for. They said he came down hard after trying to make a catch. So. I guess that's something to be on the lookout for. Man, we're close to the season, too. Is now, now we're getting closer. This would be – closer. This would be week three of the play, of the preseason. Preseason? Yeah. Yeah. This would be week Yeah. Because my birthday is – right, we would just be finishing week three. Yeah, we would just – so this would be week four because I always I usually go to the, the week four preseason game. Yeah. So this would – That's just so crazy. It's, it doesn't even feel like we're this close, like – Mm-hmm. Not gonna, I guess because there's no preseason games. No, yeah. No, like I'm, it's, it hasn't hit me that we're literally about to be watching football. A lot of the um, teams practice and they scrimmaging right now. Well, I know the Falcons are the Falcons scrimmaging, so I like to see stuff like that. Yeah. Um, 
Damian Harris is apparently standing out and at camp. Uh, even oh boy, even with the news of Sony coming back from the injury. So, oh I mean, boy, it's a lot, a lot of missed signals out there. But I seen more Damian Harris news than I have Sony. So I'm, and he's I'm, still going. He's still free in drafts. So he's definitely when you see, much. yeah, when you see report at the report about a player looking good, man, you have to take notice. And, you know, that's this is a guy that we mentioned, like, right when the offseason started, we were talking about dynasty buys and stuff like that, buy lows. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you could just look at Sony and tell you this guy wasn't the real deal back there. They wasn't who they expected him to be. He's always – he never really lived up to his, you know, what they paid for him. So, Damian Harris hasn't – he wasn't drafted in the first round, but he was drafted in, a you know, a day two pick, which is pre- still pretty high, so – Always felt like he was gonna get an opportunity sooner rather than later, so it's looking like it might be coming to fruition. Uh, let me see any other news out there. Brandon Ayuk left practice early with what? Ayukin looks to be a, a hamstring injury. Um, I know a lot of people were looking toward him with with, with that injured uh, San Francisco wide receiver core, which now looks even more injured. So Raheem Mostert, yeah. I mean, you got you got Kendrick Bourne, you got Trent Taylor, who was having a good preseason last year before he got injured. So they have okay, you know, okay still weapons. Got, but still got um, did you say it's gonna be George Kittle though? George Kittle, because I mean, it's George Kittle and everybody Bourne else is, is the one doing the uh, doing the best out there. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, like, like I think we mentioned this already. Like he was already like solid last year. So if he's thrust into a, you know, a volume receiver then yeah Yeah. take a shot on him late man he's going super late you're not going to drop him if he doesn't do good you know let's see anything what about Dante Pettis you think he might be a little sneaky sleeper (laughs) or is he just like done I mean at this point I mean he has to have a chance at least yeah the ball got to go somewhere exactly uh let's see I don't see anything else oh we can talk about the COVID thing the COVID thing that came out today apparently it is after it was well, seven false tests in the Jets, or ten false tests for the Jets for COVID nineteen over the weekend. Apparently, uh, something happened with the labs or something or another. But apparently, there's zero people who have pe- tested positive for COVID in the NFL. That's, that is great news, man. That is music to my ears. It lets us know that the protocols are working. I was a little worried because there's no bubble with the NFL. But I mean, for them to and I have literally zero tests. Like, it's just crazy. I find it hard to believe, but, I mean. Me too. I guess. Like so. we were saying earlier, it's, it's, I mean, you can't lie about that, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> literally, because if they lie about it and they're brown to other players, somebody's going to get affected, and then it's just going to be an outbreak within the teams, and then they'll be looking silly. So, I think it's, it's good. But, yeah. I think but how about these? They keep it down. Yeah, how about these people that uh, got these false positives, bro? How, how scared were they? <laughs> Like, bro, I've been chilling in my room this whole time, bro. What the fuck you mean? I'm positive, bro. They probably the fuck? probably the coaches was yelling at him and stuff. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man, because what happened shit. on Hard Knocks? They said homeboy – didn't homeboy have the COVID on Hard Knocks? The first no, – The coach did. Yeah. The, the coach oh. did. But he had, he had it before they reported to training camp and shit, so he was already up. I haven't – have you been – Over it. it. Yeah, I have. It was another. It was a player for the Chargers that had a false positive test, and he was saying the same thing. Like, bro, I haven't been doing anything. I've literally been chilling in my room. Like, but it was false positive. So, 
Hopefully everybody keeps uh, safe out there so we can have an NFL season and I can dominate in fantasy this year. Uh, but other than that, you got anything Psych. else? Uh, no, sir. I don't got it either. All right, so let's get into why we are here for. We are going, still going to go through the consistency, even with Javar not being here. We'll tell y'all where he got um, these quarterbacks at. We're going through our top 12 quarterbacks, and we'll both give a sleeper quarterback. And I think we know who Javar's sleeper quarterback is. Did you say it? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't know. So, without further ado, what are we going? 1 to 12 or 12 to 1? Which one do you want to do? Uh, let's go 12 to 1. So, I have to scroll all the way down to my notes. All right. <laughs> so, let's start with our number 12 quarterback. His name is from the – We don't say his name. He, yeah, he plays for the Saints. <laughs> uh, Lowe's has him at 12. Uh, we all have him at 12. So, that's why he's consistent number 12. Perfect. Makes sense. Um, let's get into Drew Brees. Dang, now I got to show for the back of my notes. Yep. So, you know, he uh, had that injury last year. He played the first game, I want to say. And then – or did he get injured in the first – no, I think he played the first game. He got injured the second game. He missed weeks two through seven. Yep. So, he played ten games. So, his stats in those ten games, um, 2,941 yards, eighth in that span, 373 attempts. Um, he, had, he was first in an adjusted completion percentage. Second in touchdowns, fourth and 300-plus yard games. Not going to throw a lot of interceptions, of course. He only had three last year. Um, he was – and when he came back, he was a number uh, four quarterback and averaged 23 points per game. So, it's really nothing too bad you can say about him. The only red flag I would say is um, his dot was 34th in the league last year, so he's not taking a lot of shots. It's a lot of, like, you know, mid – you know, like middle passes to Michael Thomas across the middle and shit like that. He's not taking no deep shots like that. Yeah, but, I mean, he's still not going to hurt you. You know what I mean? So, if you want to wait, he's going at uh, 8-10 right now, 11th quarterback off the board. So, you know, I wouldn't mind paying that price for him. He'd probably slip even later than that. So, one thing thing I want to mention about the quarterbacks before we get started. Hold on, let me get a little bit of water, bro. Was parched over there. Um... I did. I did a, a look up, and so quarterback six through fifteen last year finished were only separated by forty points, and quarterback six through twelve last year were only separated by twenty six. So I say that to say, really, when you draft the number six quarterback, you draft the number twelve quarterback. Essentially, maybe like a, ten points here, ten points there. You know what I mean? And I mm. just want to say, unless you're in like a super flex league, if you're like still in those standard one quarterback leagues. There's really no need to go out there and jump out the window and draft your quarterback that early with that stat, like clearly with them only being separated by 26. Unless you're getting – essentially what, what this stat tells me, unless you're getting the top five quarterbacks, what you can wait on quarterback because they're all the yeah. same, all a mixture of the same quarterback at that point. But I don't know if you were talking about Breeze, but he, like I said, he did – he was the number four quarterback, you know, the time that he came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then he also has another thing to add. Um, he also has Emmanuel Sanders there. So he's probably yeah. had like a, the best like second tier option that he's had in a long time. So he's going to be what they want to take on Smith to be. Exactly. So, I mean, he's still going to produce like he's been doing, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's consistency. Is there nothing else you can say about him? I mean, exactly. As long as he's on the field, he's going to not lose you the week, pretty much. Exactly. You hit everything I was going to say about him. So. That's all I got. <clears throat> uh, coming in at number 11, we have Aaron, double discount, double check, Rodgers. Los has him at 10. Jabbar at 13. Me also at 13. So, 
I, I think I am – well, let me go to his stats. Last year he had 388 completions with 607 attempts with an average adjusted completion rate of 73 with 4,300 – uh, not 4,000, 4,039 yards with 27 touchdowns, um, seven interceptions. And that's what half of his uh, wide receivers being hurt were really all of them. You know what I mean? He had – or really just mm-hmm. nobody to throw to. Um, when kept clean, he had a, a 77% uh, adjusted completion rate. With, when not kept clean, he had 65. So that could tell you that he definitely was um, being harassed more than Aaron Rodgers should be harassed last year, I would say. And you saw the ball go more to the uh, to the running backs with that being said, and I think that's why – Aaron Jones got a lot of those touchdowns that we would normally see Devontae Adams get. And um, so I could see him finishing as a top 10 quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, they're so mixed. It's just whoever you your uh, preference is at that point. But, yeah, uh, yeah man, it's not really much. I got, what else you got about Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I mean, like, you, like he did – like, what he, he finished last year as the number 10 quarterback. So, he, I mean, he wasn't a, a bum last year, but he just – this is a different Aaron Rodgers that we're looking at now. I know he didn't have Devontae Adams for a stretch, but I mean, he was 22nd in adjusted completion. He was uh, 17th in points per drop back. Um, so, like his his efficiency stats dropped down a little bit last year, and this is like the past two years, really. Um, but the only thing I can, you know, the thing I can say, he's not going to throw picks, and you know, they drafted a backup quarterback. So, you know. Aaron Rodgers has always been super duper competitive. So I think he's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder this year. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we do get that vintage Aaron Rodgers back, especially if Devontae Adams could stay healthy the whole year. Yeah. So, I mean, um, seventh, seventh round is a little too rich for me. I'd rather take him a little later, you know. But, uh, you know, he's just in that same tier as like Drew Brees. He's not going to hurt you. But he might not win. Like, that ceiling is not really there no more for him. He, I mean, he, every once in a while, he's going to have that for him. But, you know, they, they didn't add him. They didn't give him no more weapons. You know, they and, – and then you have, you know, people – I don't know, man. They Everybody thought he was going to go receiver, man. They never went receiver. And then, the, you know, the one receiver who people were projecting to be the number two, he opted out. So, they literally only have Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. Literally. So it's I don't I mean you might see more of the same as last year, but I wouldn't be I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if he finished top you know top three because he's just like playing with a chip on his shoulder. He wants to prove everybody wrong. Yeah, I'm never going. <clears throat> I'm never doubting uh, Aaron Rodgers. That's just he's Aaron he finished Rodgers. as a Q, yeah he finished as a QB two in 44 percent of his games last year. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like boomer bust now with him. That sucks. If if I'm in one quarterback league, I'm definitely drafting more than just Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. I need a high upside type player. Coming in at number 10, we have the Philadelphia Eagle, Carson Wentz, with 388 completions last year. Did I just say that? Oh, man, I think I got that wrong. Hey, go ahead. Wait, go ahead, Los. Introduce Carson. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I wrote All right, all right. So we, got, uh, Car- yeah, so we got Carson Wentz. He, he's going at 806 right now, ADP. Um, he threw the ball a lot last year. He had 607 attempts, fifth most in the league. Um, he did have the third most drops from his receivers. Like, if you remember last year, like, he didn't even have a Devontae Adams at all last year. Like, he was just he, – he had nobody on that level, and they were all getting hurt. So, he literally – they were pulling guys like Greg Ward off the street to come and catch passes for him. So, hopefully they – you know, they went out, drafted some receivers. Um, well, they drafted a receiver, got J.J. Um, 
from last year who a lot of people were expecting to, you know, do something. Um, you got you still got the tight ends. You got Miles Sanders coming on again, too. So with that, and then, um, you know, he was 20, uh, fifth in touchdowns with 27. He throws the ball into the end zone a lot. So, you know, I always like those end zone throws, you know, and inside the five rushes because down that's the easy, you know, that's the easiest way to score is when you're that close to the, you know, end zone. So I like to see the end zone throws. And also another good thing about him is he was seventh um, in rush attempts. So, you know, we always like those players that, you know, the quarterbacks that rush also because it provides a great rushing floor. And last year, I think we, especially on that last that last uh, couple game scratch, like week 13 to, what's that, 17, where he was going mm-hmm. off that 24, 19, 21, 18, 17. He, yeah. I think he won me the lead. He was going to start a quarterback. Oh, yeah, you did have him. <clears throat> yeah, he did. So, I mean, he is, I think, could get back to that MVP caliber uh, year that he had. You know what I'm saying? We've seen last year that he was able to stay healthy. And so that was a good thing people wanted to see. I just feel like, you know, the ceiling is still there for him, especially if he comes back with all these uh, uh, wide receiver weapons, like you mentioned, because he had literally nobody last year. I mean, the sky's the limit. I think 10 is a cool place for him to be. I definitely think he finished as a QB1. Yeah, I mean, for him to finish as number nine last year with nothing at all except Ertz and <laughs> Scott Air, like, yeah, the sky's the How limit. How do you feel about oh, – I guess we'll talk about that on the, on the wide receiver on the tight end episode. Who do we got come? I was going to ask you how. Who do you want? Uh, not who do you want, but how do you feel about Godert going into this season? Yeah, I mean, I like him. He's. A, I'm looking at more like a tight end, the rare tight end handcuff because I feel like he'll be a top three option, top four option if Earth were to go down. But I'm just not a big fan of second string tight ends. Yeah, because you don't know what he's going to get. You don't know how many, how much he's going to be on the field. But I see a lot of people are like high on him for some reason. Yeah, mostly like dynasty high, though. Like higher than people that, that start, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nah, I can't. Uh, I can't get on that boat. I can't get on that. Um. So who we got next coming in at nine? Tom yes, Brady with three hundred and seventy. Well, these stats were from the Patriots, of course, with three hundred and seventy-three uh, completions, six hundred and thirteen attempts, with a seventy-two point nine um, completed, adjusted completed uh, percentage, with four thousand and fifty-seven yards. 24 touchdowns, um, 102 deep ball passer rating uh, was something that I didn't expect to see. Uh, was a 49 with a 41.9 percent completion rate on deep balls, uh, but under pressure last year he just uh, folded a lot. I think he, he normally, if you looked at the tape, I felt like he was just going down. He wasn't trying to take any hits. You know what I mean? Not just going down, like because Tom, it's Tom Brady still. I disrespect him, but like he wasn't standing in there trying to take. Um, Shots and he had. Nah, a, he was definitely just going down. <laughs> Whenever pressure would come, he would just fall. It's like a, Eli Madden. For sure, he had a thirty-six percent um completion rate on his attempts while under pressure. And so I compared that to what Tampa Bay offense looked like last year with Jameis Winston, and he was top five in dropbacks under pressure, but he still had a completion rate of forty-four uh, percent. So. I don't. I know a lot of people are thinking Tom Brady is coming into a better situation, so that's just another thing to look out uh, for with him being under pressure a lot. Um, but PFF still had him graded as a 77 um, passer quarterback, and like I said, he's on a new year, a new team, new team, new me with new uh, weapons, and probably not probably the best weapons he's ever had, even the old weapon with Brock there. So I think 
the possibility of him having two wide receiver ones, we have to put him in the uh, QB one conversation just just off that alone. Facts. But he was in the bottom twelve of the A dot last year, and so that's another. Yep. Uh, twenty six in A dot last year and twenty seven at the in adjusted completion percentage. But again, he you know he had Edelman last year. Like he really didn't have a lot of pass catches himself. He had the second most drops from his wide receivers. So now that he's going into a situation like this, man, I think, and of course he's playing with a chip on his shoulder also because he wants to prove to Belichick that he can win without him. Mm -hmm. Um, And another stat that I got that I thought was pretty interesting is uh, he was tied with Lamar Jackson for most rushes inside the five and touchdowns. They had the same amount of uh, rushes inside the five and touchdowns. So that's a great stat that I feel like because – you know, instead of getting the four touch four points per touchdown, um, you're getting six points per touchdown, and it's just going to add to his, uh, you know, his floor. Do you think? I mean, not do you think? Did you see the Ronald Jones uh, catching out the backfield video? Yeah, man, just he, yeah, he's not going to get a lot of targets this year. <laughs> <laughs> Two down back right there, man. Coming in at number eight, who we got? Russell Wilson, Matty Ice, right? Oh yeah, consistent number eight. Consistent number eight. Matty Ice, um, Los has him at eight. Javar at nine. Me at seven. Um, it's likely to me that I'll have him higher because he's just the best quarterback in the league with four hundred and eight completions last year. Number one in the NFL with six hundred and sixteen attempts. Um, seven seventy six point five adjusted completion rate with four thousand and four hundred and sixty six yards. Eleven games. With 300 plus yards, that's number one in the NFL with 26 touchdowns, uh, 14 interceptions. That's that's the gross part about it. Uh, he makes bad decisions, but hopefully, you know, what I'm saying we can get that on. We can get that right. Uh, 34 rushing attempts, 147 yards, and he gave you a touchdown. So that's you know what I'm saying he probably won you a week with that touchdown, whatever week that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, every other year since 2016, <clears throat> Matt Ryan has finished as a fantasy quarterback number two. So we know that's his ceiling, and um, it's it's pretty much time for him to finish as quarterback number two this year. You know what I mean? 2016, he finished as number two. Then. Yeah, it's because of that offensive coordinator switch. Like, you know, a lot of people thought he wouldn't have that slump this year or last year because he worked with Carter before. But, you know, still you have to learn the playbook over again. So, but yeah, he, I, had that, I had that stat written down also about him, you know, finishing great every other year so. He has finished as a top eight um, in passing attempts as uh, every year that Dirk Cutter has been his offensive coordinator too. So I mm-hmm. don't think the, the the attempts are going to go down. I know a lot of people think, or a lot of people are saying that he's not going to pass the ball for 600, 600 times again, but I don't see why not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, <laughs> if the defense is better this year, then I could see that number coming down a little bit, but I mean, we know that they're off the offense is, is the, the best part of our, our team. So I definitely think he's going to put up points. Um, last year, you know, it was, it was tough for him, man. He had the most sacks. He was tied for the most sacks taken. Um, our O-line, you know, we, we invested heavily in our O-line. So we wasn't ex- or we didn't expect that to happen, but we had a lot of injuries. Yeah, so them coming back. The rookies didn't play together until I think like the last four games of the season. Exactly. And that's when we hit our stride pretty much. So if they can stay healthy this year, you know, that would be great. Um I was going to bring – oh, yeah, he got injured last year, right? So – and I don't know if you noticed, but he didn't play the same way after he came back from his injury. So weeks one through six before the injury, he was the number four quarterback, and he averaged 24 points per game. 
After he came back, he was the number 14 quarterback, and he averaged 16 and a half points a game. So with a healthy Matt Ryan, a healthy O-line, um, second year with the offensive coordinator, man, I think he's, you know, he's going to hit that ceiling again, man. He's going to play MVP caliber this year. Ty Gurley in the backfield. Exactly. Uh, coming into his own. Of course, Julio is always going to be there, you know. Yep, yep. The only bad thing I would say is they, their um, early season QB schedule. Uh, he has a seventh hardest, so that is just something to keep in mind. Yeah. Matt Ryan is going to be Matt Ryan, though. Yes, sir. I think the only thing that keeps him out of that uh, – it doesn't keep him out of that because clearly he finished as a QB, too, even without rushing. And we know Matt Ryan is not going to run the ball. So that just tells you where his ceiling is. And I think that's why a lot of people don't have him ranked high, higher going into the season just because he doesn't have that rushing skill. Exactly, man. But, hey, you give him a healthy all-line, I don't care who we going against. We go, we can go against the hardest schedule, man, and he's still going to produce, man. It might be a little homer in me talking, but as long as he don't. my quarterback. That's my quarterback. As long as he don't. Yeah. As long as he Protect don't. Protect him, bro. Sure. Fucking quarterback. Super fast. Like, man, yeah. he's good. When he start getting flustered, then he make that dumb look on his face. Yeah, he does do he does do silly shit sometimes, man. I remember one time last year where he just threw the ball out of his, out of the end zone, or he over it was like he threw it overthrew his receiver and like it just landed right in the defender's hands in the end zone. It was just like, bro, probably did that on most. Too old to be doing that shit. Exactly, bro. That's the problem. That's why people don't believe in him because he's too old to be doing that shit. It's like a Jameis Winston light, very light though. Um, <laughs> Josh Allen. The number seven consensus quarterback, Lowe's has him at seven, Javar seven, me at six. Um, the Great White Hope last year with 271 completions, uh, 461 attempts, 71.7 adjusted completion percentage with 3,089 yards, 20 touchdowns. Um, but what we all came to see, what we all know why we're here for, the 109 rushing attempts is what you want to see with the 510 yards and nine touchdowns with a 20.2 red zone percent uh, rushing uh, percentage, five touchdowns inside of the five-yard line. Um, yeah, man, he had um, a 30.9% adjusted completion rate um, in deep balls is not good, but he has Stefan Diggs, arguably one of the best deep ball catchers on his team now uh, with alongside John Brown. And uh, we've seen what he did with John Brown last year. I mean, we, of course, the knock on Josh Allen is that he's not accurate and the stats show that he's not accurate. Um, but he finished as a top 12 quarterback 43% of the time, even with all his unaccurate – I don't know how to, uh, if this is a word, but his unaccurability. See. Inaccuracy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, <laughs> this dude just made up a whole new word instead of using a perfectly fine one that was already made. <laughs> Unaccuracy. Well, that's hilarious. That's funny, I was really thinking really hard on what that word was. <laughs> Unaccuracy? Um, yeah, man. Yeah, like you said, bro, I, I agree with everything you said, man. Like, he's not accurate. Um, he's not going to throw a lot of yards. He had no gains with over 300 yards last year. That mm-hmm. might change with Stefan Diggs. We don't know yet. Um, but that's not where his value comes from. We all know his value comes from rushes. Um, he yep. was second, in, like you say, he was second in the league in rush attempts, um, third in rush yards, nine rush touchdowns. That's more than Lamar Jackson. So he's going to put the ball on the ground. He's going to keep doing that. He's going to keep, you know, providing you with a safe rushing floor. Um I will say that that you know that, that touched rushing touchdown is 
due for some regression, especially mm-hmm. the end zone, the end zone rushes, the inside five rushes, because he was five for five there. So I don't expect him to be 100% on his inside of five rushes, you know, for his, you know, his whole career. And with the emergence of the potential, well, the potential emergence of Zach Moss, uh, a, a fresher, essentially a fresher Frank Gore, a younger Frank Gore coming in, he could steal some of those uh, red zone attempts. I will say it is kind of weird, like, for somebody to have such a strong arm, like, why is his deep? passing stats so bad <laughs> like, i thought about that too and then i was about to say maybe he didn't have nobody to throw it to but then he had john brown yeah john brown who was looking great last year man i just did like, like, a lot that's why that's why i kind of like pumped the brakes on a stefan diggs thing coming there a little bit because mm-hmm. like everybody thought it was kind of an upgrade going from cousins to allen but in reality cousin was a better way better deep passer than um right. josh allen so hopefully it was diggs making you know cousins and so I hope he can make Josh Allen a better deep ball passer too, and not the other way around. You know, I definitely feel like it. I mean, it's it's going to do more good than bad for sure. Exactly. Um, coming in at number six, we got the uh, what? Are, what are they calling him on Twitter right now? Uh, unlimited. <laughs> what are you dork? He's such a dork, bro. <laughs> He's such a dork. Unlimited video? No, bro. No, bro. Uh, well, uh, if you don't know, we're talking about Russell Wilson, um, 341 completions last year with 516 attempts with 76.5% adjusted completion rate and 4,110 yards with 31 touchdowns, 75 rushing attempts, 342 yards, three touchdowns, one inside of the five yard line. How do you feel about Russell Wilson last year? He's finished what fourth last year? Uh, where's he? points for sure. Somebody. Yeah, number four quarterback, twenty-one points per game. But you know the thing with him, man. Like, and I, a lot of people have said this throughout the years is talent-wise, he could he should be up there with the Mahomes and the you know the great you know quarterbacks, man. But they just haven't unleashed him, man. So maybe maybe he was giving us some insights to what's going to happen this year with that unlimited, because. They're a rushing team, man. Um, when they do need him to, you know, bring them out of a slump, he always does it. Um, I just wish they would do it more, in, you know, early in the game instead of just waiting to the last minute. But his stats, great, man. Like, he was third in touchdowns, fifth fewest interceptions, top ten in adjusted completion percentage, second in dot, led the league in end zone, though, so bringing up that end zone stat again. So, you know, like, even though he's not going to throw a lot, when he does throw, he's super efficient, man. He's always, you know, so he's always going to finish in that, you know, top seven of quarterbacks. Um, I just, the one year, because I feel like it's going to happen eventually. They're going to have to unleash him. And when they do, bro, like he's, it's MVP. I'm calling it now. He's going to be MVP, man, when he can throw the ball more. Uh, I think one thing that you did that I, that I had down here that you may didn't mention that he finished fourth in fantasy last year, but 12th in the consistency consistency uh rankings according to bob long with a 56 percent clutch rate um during his games so i mean he probably let you down for what you for what you got him at for what you thought mm-hmm. he was exactly he uh yeah like you said top 12 44 of the time qb2 44 of the time then he was below qb2 in uh like two games i want to say yeah uh week 12 he finished with nine points and week 14 he finished with 10 like you can't that's playoff time yeah, the early season, man, it was great. We were like, yes. I think he was the number one quarterback in the beginning of the year. Like, 
Probably. So, yeah, yeah, he was. I actually had this I'm looking at the stats right in front of me. Weeks 1 through 10, number one quarterback, 24 points per game. Weeks 12 through 17, after they came back for bye, number 21 quarterback and 15 points per game. That, was, that can absolutely destroy a team, man. Like, when you're – because you had to pay up to get Russell Wilson. You're not getting him cheap. Probably you're getting not him getting him that long. Rounds. You spend yeah, exactly. You, you need to – you have to spin up to get a quarterback because he has that name value. But that's just something to keep in mind, man. Like you, he can he, he gonna get you some weeks that that's gonna win you weeks, but he's also gonna cause you to lose some weeks too, man. That's why I say so man. I'd rather have more consistency with him, man. Might as well jump in that. Um, but you still we still have to rank him where he's ranked. You know what I'm saying? But Cause I, yeah, because that's where he's gonna finish at. You know, me personally, I'd rather jump somewhere like I said that six to twelve rate. So he's probably gonna finish if we got him finishing that six right now preseason. He's probably not gonna finish that much higher than Drew Brees in points. You know what I'm saying? Points exactly. But, um, yeah, I think we hit that donkey on the head or however them country people say it enough times. Um, okay. Coming in at number five, uh, Deshaun Watson, we all across the board have him ranked at number five. So let's get into Deshaun Watson. Um, Deshaun Watson last year, of course, this is what DeAndre Hopkins had, 333 attempts with 495 completions. Uh, 76.3% adjusted completion rate with a 38, uh, 3,852 yards uh, passing, 9.1 yards, uh, a dot, 26 touchdowns, 12 picks, 82 rushes, uh, 413 yards, seven touchdowns, six of those touchdowns coming in the red zone and five of those coming inside of the five. Um, one thing I think is going to happen this year, um, definitely I think Deshaun Watson is going to rush a lot more. Uh, with DeAndre Hopkins not being there, I think 82 – what's that? I think he finished third last year with 82 rushing attempts. Uh, in Russian? Yeah. Uh, fourth. So fourth. close. All right, uh, fourth. So I definitely see him – well, he had 82 last year. I definitely could see him hitting that 100 threshold, you know what I'm saying, with no DeAndre Hopkins as a safety blanket to throw to. Um, I definitely can see Will Fuller getting hurt, you know what I'm saying. Not <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, man. Uh, PFF has him rate graded at a 76 um, last year with the number one adjusted deep passing completion rate. Um, and la- like I mentioned before, um, Will Fuller and Brian- Brandon Cooks are his wide receivers, and they're two of the, if healthy, uh, better catching deep ball receivers uh, in the league. So that can only spell good things for him. I think, um, yeah, man. Last, well, hopefully that offensive line gets better. That that uh, we all know that. This is probably the worst defense that he has had since he's been on the team. So, yeah, I, I definitely see him finishing in that top five. I def- he could finish as a QB3. You Actually, I could see that. Yeah, I think so. I had him there for a minute. I moved him down a little bit recently. But I think it's – I think people are starting to come to their senses now that, you know, Deshaun Watson is just a great quarterback. Like, it's going to hurt to, you know, lose a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. But, you know, superstars are still going to make plays. And I think that's what he's what he is and what he's going to do. Um, he had the third most uh, top six QB games last year. Um, so, you know, he's he, he's going to put up points. Uh, he had he rushes the ball, like you said. He, he was third inside the five rushes and tied with Josh Allen with five touchdowns. So, when they get in that red zone, um, he does rush a lot. And, you, yeah, I think you pretty much hit on everything else, man. Yeah, I will say he has the hardest early season QB schedule, though, just early season. So, that's something to keep in mind when you're drafting. 
We're definitely going to see, but, you know, they, they've been calling him Michael Jordan for a long time in football. That's what uh, Dabo Sweeney named him while, while he was at Clemson. And we're going to see what how, how that offense looks like. It's going to look drastically different. Um, definitely without DeAndre Hopkins, one of the better wide receivers in the league. So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see what Deshaun Watson can do. Cause he's I still can't believe they traded to DeAndre Hopkins for freaking David Johnson, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> for a hamburger. <laughs> like, come on, bro. It's crazy. That was that was sick. People I remember getting that alert. Like I was just looking at my screen. Like, what? <laughs> what? I would not even approve that. You don't. You don't. You don't trade stud receivers, bro. Like a prime. Like, come on. Just pay him, bro. It's crazy. A fire to coach. Uh, Dak Prescott is our number four consensus uh, quarterback. Lowe's has him at number three. Javar at four. Me also at four. He also had three hundred and eighty-eight completions. With 596 attempts, a 76.1 percent adjusted completion rate, with 4,901 yards, uh, 30 touchdowns, with 11 interceptions, and this and that was that new brand new offense um, from Kellen Moore, um, the new offensive coordinator. He had 52 attempts last year, 277 yards, and three touchdowns rushing. That was his first year not having that um, that six touchdown rushing threshold. That um, that well, it was a floor at that point. Because that's what he was no. doing for the year. Um, but, yeah, how do you feel about Dak Prescott coming in? He finished that. Go ahead. I'll let you talk. Yeah, love, love, love Dak Prescott this year, man. Um, you hit on a lot of good points. Um, you know, he finishes a number two. Did you mention that? He finished number two quarterback last year. I mean, I'm let you cook. I'll let you cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So he finishes number two quarterback, and then he gets mm-hmm. CeeDee Lamb added to his arsenal, bro. So it's – so it's going to be kind of hard to go down from there, man. Like, he might not finish number two, but I think top three is is a strong possibility for him. So he had uh, – he was fifth in points per drawback, fifth in deep attempts, and second in touchdowns. So um, that's great. Um, second in deep adjusting completion percentage. Mm-hmm. And he had the six most top six uh, weeks last year and top 12 62% of the time. So he's – very consistent for you. But the thing, the real good thing for him is, or it's two two points, I want to say. So he, uh, they do have a new coach where they had, like you said, Kellen Moore is there again. So going into his second year with the OC, like he should be more familiar with that offense. Because um, if you remember last year, they kind of, um, what do you call it? Uh, they kind of choked in the games when they play opponents that were, you know, as talented as them. They crushed the teams that sucked. But then, you know, when they play like the Saints, so they got crushed. So with them, like, you know, a second year in that OC, man, everybody should take a step forward there. And uh, another thing is their defense projects to be pretty bad this year. So whenever you have a team, you know, a quarterback playing for a team that has a bad defense, that automatically equates to more passes. Not automatically, but usually, yeah, usually equates to that. So with them having such a great offense. I heard they're trying to get Earl Thomas who got released from Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But even with him, I don't think he's just going to make them just the greatest defense ever. They will take us up for it, of course, because he's a great player. But um, I still think their defense is going to be pretty bad this year. So, like I said, man, I love him, bro. Like, he's paused up, but I love him as a quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if you mentioned, buddy. um, Never finished outside of a top 12 as a QB1. He never finished outside of QB1 uh, in every year that he's played, been a starter. Oh, every year? Yeah. See, I had that from last year. I didn't know it was every year. That's Yeah, see, he's yeah, super consistent, man. Consistent, bro. Uh, and and you getting him probably after the Deshaun Watsons, 
and maybe even Russell Wilson. Uh, he's going at four oh six. So where's Deshaun uh, going? Deshaun's going at five oh three. And Russell Wilson is going at five ten. So now nah, ADP is catching up to people are starting to come to the census. So we must be pretty dead on with our the rest of our rankings there. I, I think so, man. I think so. Uh, coming in at number three, Los. This was Los's boy last year. Apparently, this year he's my boy. Uh, <laughs> you at number four, Jabbar. Number three, me at number three. This is Kyler Murray coming out of Arizona. Last year he had 348 completions with 541 yards. I mean, 41 attempts, uh, 74.4 as an adjusted completion rating. Um, seven, 300, oh shit. 3,713 yards, 26 touchdowns, uh, 94 rushing attempts, 544 yards, and four touchdowns. Kyler Murray. 20 year, touchdowns. How many? What did I say? 20. You said four touchdowns. Four rushing. Oh, four rushes. I'm sorry. That's me. So, yep. Um, what I was about to say about Kyler Murray. So, speaking of DeAndre Hopkins, this is the, the destination. Well, this was the destination for DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, so Kyler Murray gets one of the best wide receivers in the league. So I definitely think his uh, attempts are going to go up. Um, there were six games last year that Kyler Murray didn't throw a touchdown. So I think that definitely threw off his stats you know, a lot. You know what I mean? I don't see that happening again. And he still finished with 26. And so I don't see that happening again. Um, he was a quarterback number one, 37.5% of the time. Uh, bottom five. Meaning top 12 quarterback? Yeah, I mean, top twelve. You said quarterback number one. Oh, yeah. Just make, just find a little clarity. A little clarity. Um, a, a funny stat that I also saw. Um, I put him in with the running backs, and he had a fifty-one point one uh, breakaway percent speed, breakaway percent. Uh, so I definitely think he's gonna probably not. I think that's his probably his four that ninety uh, rushing yards, not not a, a yards, but rushing attempts. I don't see him getting too much over that, especially with DeAndre Hopkins coming back. Exactly. Last year, he was under pressure a lot. He was, um, and he didn't do good under pressure. He was sacked twenty five point seven percent of the time, or forty seven sacks. Um, he was bottom three in adjusted completion rating while under pressure with fifty six point seven. So hopefully, he can. That I don't know too much about that offensive line. I haven't heard too much about it. I should go look that up. Yeah, they did a They invested and they got a. Uh, was that their first? No, 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 no. I want to say. Either second or third round, they invested in uh, got drafted a lineman. So I don't know if they signed anybody though. Yeah, hopefully that offensive line looks better. But I definitely think the offense would be more explosive. Uh, a whole year of a, hopefully a healthy Kenyon Drake and a whole year of DeAndre Hopkins. So, man, I think the sky is the limit for Kyler Murray. I think he could be the, the QB one. I don't know because Patrick Mahomes is still a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Yeah, it's that rushing though, man. That that rushing gives him the ability to be number one quarterback. Sure, and uh, yeah, man, I can like, see. Yeah, definitely, man, I can see it too, man. And like when you watch him last year, like he he didn't, he wasn't like super. He wasn't great last year. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say that he was good though for what he had to work with. He didn't have a lot of weapons out there. Mm-hmm. Christian Kirk was banged up all year. You got an old Larry Fitz, um, a horrible O line, and then David Johnson who couldn't run because his back like mm-hmm. was messed up all year. But with that being said, he still finishes a number seven quarterback. He was seventh in deep adjusted completion, 12th highest deep passer rating. You know, when you come and look at, you know, looking into it this year, like he has DeAndre Hopkins. They invested into the O-line. They should have a better run game. 
Um, they're going in a year two with Kingsbury, man. And I mean, I just think he's like the, the kind of quarterback that's going to take that second year lead, man. Like he showed, like, even though he wasn't great, he showed you signs last year that he could be a great quarterback. Especially when he's not he just came. Like, the yeah, exactly. Flashes of being good at that point. Like you can see what yeah. the offense is supposed to be. Exactly. And what I like to, what I like about him is he is a quarterback first. Like he will, he's going to try to find the open man first. He's not just going to take off running, but he still does have that floor. The only thing I would like to see him get better at is deciding to run quicker. Like it's like he tried a little too hard to stay in that pocket, especially knowing that your old line was bad last year. He, I feel like he could have made the decision a little quicker, but you know, it's a new game going from college to the pros. So, you know, going into this second year, hopefully the game slows down a little bit for him. Yeah, man. I, like I said, I think he could be the, the QB one. I wouldn't be surprised if he finished as a quarterback number one, even though I do think Patrick Mahomes is going to be the quarterback number one. But that's neither here nor there. Speaking of Patrick Mahomes, he is our consistent number two somehow. I have him at number You got him at number two, don't I you? At number one. Oh, you do? I thought you had Jackson at one. No. You must have just changed that shit. Nah, I think I always <laughs> have Patrick Mahomes at number one. Bar at number two and Lowe's at number two. Um, so Patrick Mahomes, man, 484 attempts last year with 319 completion, a 76.4% adjusted completion rate. It's 11th in the NFL. And that's that was with everybody not taking out the least he was injured, is what I meant to say. 4,000 yards, uh, 31, 4,031 yards and 26 touchdowns. So everybody, we, we came into last year talking about how Patrick Mahomes wasn't going to have the 50 touchdowns that we expect uh, the touchdown regression, and it happened. Um, even with the injuries, he still wasn't on pace to get 50. He probably was on pace to get like 30, 31, somewhere around there. And I think that's more of the realistic view for what Patrick Mahomes' touchdown will look like, around 31. That's why I got him started at. <clears throat> um, he posted quarterback one numbers 57.1% of the time that he was on the field. Uh, NFL passive rate in NFL passive rating of 122 on passes with 20 uh, of 20 plus yards. And that was numbers two in the NFL. Number two, two. I think he's somebody sleeper. So we'll let, we'll wait for that. Right. What happened? I said he was number two on uh deep ball passing rate. In oh yeah. 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 Number sleeper. one guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, ranked 25th uh, in pressure dropbacks last year. Like I mentioned before, he had those uh, three that three game span where he popped his AC. What was it? His kneecap. His kneecap popped it his back. Whole kneecap came off. Put it back into place. He said he wanted to come back like the next week, but they kept holding him out. They went and got a, a high school quarterback, and they almost won a, a high school quarterback coach Matt Moore. They almost won a couple games. Then he came back and won the Super Bowl. Exactly, right. That Mahomes is so great that he he dislocated his kneecap, and like probably ninety nine percent of other people, if that would have happened to ninety nine percent of anybody else, what know. we would have been doing? What would have been doing? Ah, ah, my knee, <laughs> my knee. You were flailing everywhere. He literally stayed still because he knew that that would lessen his you know recovery time, bro. So, like, not only is, like, skill-wise, is he great, man, like, his IQ is just, like, through the roof also, man. Like, He's a billionaire almost. He is, bro. And this dude, I know I know that, uh, um, you know, Clemson coach called Deshaun Watson an MJ but, of football. But, you know, I, I think uh, Mahomes might have something to say about that. But, like you said, man, you know, the, 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 most, it, the most crazy – or not the craziest stat, but the best stat I've seen from him last year was – even though he missed games, 
he was number one in the league in 40-plus yard touchdowns with nine and <laughs> second in the league with 50-plus yard touchdowns. So, like, that just shows how great he is, how he's, he's still going to put up points. even you know, he, Exactly. Like, he, he – a lot of times that came off his back foot. So, this dude is great. Third in points per drop back, third in adjusted completion percentage, second highest deep passer rating, man. Like, and – you know, he's just he's just great. There's nothing you can say about him, man. And he started rushing towards the end of last year. So if he starts doing that, if he does that, you know, more consistently, Hopefully man, not. it's not. really Lamar Jackson. <laughs> bye bye. <Yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? If he starts rushing, bro, it's a wrap, man. Um, the only reason I would say I do have him at two, man, is Lamar Jackson's year last year was just phenomenal, bro. Like <laughs> Dynasty. If we're talking Dynasty, man, it's a debate to be had. But in redraft, I'm taking Lamar Jackson before Mahomes, bro, because like we want Mahomes to rush more this year. Jackson is going to rush, you know. So, <clears throat> well, let's tell the people. So, of course, Lamar Jackson is our consensus number one quarterback. With both um, Los and Javar have him at one, and me at two. One thing I'll say: last year he had two hundred and sixty-five completions, four hundred and seven, four hundred and one uh, attempts with seventy-six percent adjusted completion rate. That was top ten in the NFL. Only 3,127 yards with 36 touchdowns. Uh, he had a touchdown uh, percent rate of nine and six interceptions. He led the league in passing touchdowns last year with that 36 also. But what we all came to see is the 176 rushing attempts with 1,206 yards and seven touchdowns. 509 of those yards were only created off of the scramble. So they're it's not fair. They're planning to run him the ball. So he got, like, what's that? What's quick math? 1,206 minus 509. 1,206 minus 597. Ooh, that might be right, too. 697? Yeah. 1,206 yeah. minus 509? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's like 697. Sounds good, bro. 697. He has 600. Look, look, where's our producer? He has 697. Like, 609, 609. I was close. Close enough, bro. He had 609 planned rushing yards last year, bro. That's like a, exactly. a backup running back. Exactly. Um, as your quarterback. That's crazy. Um, but and PFF has had him graded at that um, 85 as a passer. So a lot of people, I know they talk about him not being as accurate. But, I mean, they don't. he don't throw the ball a lot. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He might come into the game and throw the ball 20 times. But that's all you need. You know? Exactly. <laughs> 10 and deep ball, adjusted rate with 41.8%. The thing of why I think I have him ranked lower than Patrick Mahomes is that 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 nine point or that nine point oh or nine percent touchdown rate, that's gonna drop down. You know what I'm saying? We've shown years have showed that the regression is gonna happen. Nobody can keep at a clip of nine, you know what I'm saying? Even Patrick uh-huh. Mahomes couldn't. So I definitely see those touchdowns dropping probably like to about 28, 27. And that could um, be just enough to make Patrick Mahomes go aboard above him because I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be back in that five thousand yard, some, some godly thirty yeah. like touchdowns. He's going to, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to throw thirty touchdowns and Lamar Jackson not next year. Um, but those rushings is going to keep him in that top two range. Another fun fact that I found out about him: um, he has an elusive rating of one hundred and thirty three. Jesus Christ, bro. And a 40, he really is like a running back out there, bro. A 42.5% uh, breakaway, uh, breakaway percentage. Crazy. So, so it's like the scouts that were saying 
that he should be running back, bro. At least they, they, they're probably like, hey, I wasn't wrong. <laughs> I mean, bro, he'll be a great running back, too. <laughs> he can pass with that. I think the only – yeah, well, go ahead. Now, I'm just going to just add on to his rushing. Like, so you, you mentioned the rushes. Uh, it was 176. That was 67 more than Josh Allen. Um, and then the rush yards, uh, had, he had 66, 662 more than second place. So that's just like too much of a gap, man. And also, he broke a 40-plus yard touchdown run. He was the only quarterback last year to do that. So, like, the floor is just – his floor is players, other quarterback ceilings, bro. You know what I mean? One or two – him or Mahomes, bro, like, you really can't go wrong with either of them, man. It's just what you want out of your quarterback. How early would you take him? What's the ADPs right now? I ain't going to have him. I'm he's going two or two as the first quarterback off the board. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a great, great, great quarterback. You know, one one QB leagues, of course. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not investing in no high pick like that, man. There's too many studs available in that round. And then Patrick Mahomes going two or four. So I'm not gonna have any of those guys in redraft this year. And one quarterback. Whoever has them, man. Yeah, yeah. Whoever has them, man, you know, I, power to you. I think the only red flag about Lamar Jackson would be the injury concern because he does run so much and uh, his frame <clears throat> pause. Um, and he has what well, I think uh, something with a, a groin type, he, a nagging groin going on right now. He missed a couple practices Pharrell. due to that groin injury. So, I mean, that's just something to be on the lookout for. Of course, they say if, if, if it was week one, he would be playing, but he's missed a couple practices because of that. And, I mean, I don't think a groin is going to get better over time, especially – as much as he's going to be rushing the ball. So that's just something to be uh, keep your radar on if you are trying to hit, invest that high draft pick in Lamar Jackson. I would rather wait till somebody drafts Lamar Jackson then trade for him after he has like a bad week or two. And then – Good luck. <laughs> but people will do it, though. I think I got Lamar Jackson. Yeah, they might. They might. Jackson, I traded for Lamar Jackson at, at some point last year. I yeah, dep- depends who you who you talking to. Maybe in a homely, you might be able to get. Yeah, no, this is a homely, not these fancy yeah. super studs. I know everything leagues. Because if you, if I had Lamar Jackson and you inquire about him, I'm leaving you on red, bro. It's not happening at all. My, nope. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Well, bro, you know, everybody sell. I sold Saquon Barkley in the I dynasty league, bro. Shit. I was just trying to make it funny. Oh, for sure. <laughs> this guy got a price. You start talking about some couple picks, you know what I'm saying? Maybe a quarter. Uh, we, we in business. Uh, let me see, though. Yeah, I mean, so let's go back through um, 1 through 12. That's all the quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson at number one. Patrick Mahomes, two. Uh, Kyler Murray, three. Dak at four. Deshaun Watson at five. Russell Wilson at six. Josh Allen at seven. Matt Ryan at eight. And Tom Brady at nine. Wentz, 10, Aaron, discount, double-check, and at number 12. Discount, double-check was number 11, but is at number 12. Yeah. We don't say his name. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, Oh, so let's give a couple of sleepers, a couple of people who didn't make the top 12. Uh, I think everybody got one. Jabars was – who was it? Jared Goff. Jared Goff. He finished – he's number 13 in the consensus, but Javar – Likes him a lot, so he wants to tell you. What team does he got him on? You said what? What team, what team he is he? On? I don't know. I don't know. He got him somewhere, though. I actually have Jared Goff ranked higher than everybody. He He's in my top ten. I think Jared Goff could definitely finish as a top ten quarterback. It just comes down to that personnel to me, man. Yeah. <laughs> is it going to be the personnel that they flirt, he flourished in last year, or are they going to go back to that 11 where he was looking like trash? We'll see, man. So. Um, 
Cam Akers is, is apparently doing good out there too. That's something hopefully if all the Cam Akers troopers out there. But I think Daryl Henderson is dealing with some kind of a, a concussion. I think something something happened to Daryl Henderson. It's either concussion or a hamstring. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cam, Akers, I think it's a ham, I think it's a hamstring. Yeah. But Cam Akers is getting a lot of those uh, first team reps right now. Who is your sleeper? So I'm gonna. Go with the guy that you know. His name has been brought up on our podcast throughout the off season by many different people. Javar brought him up one time. Tags when we had him on, talked about him. I'm gonna go with Gardner Minshew, quarterback from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. So last year, um, he finished as the number twenty quarterback, seventeen points per game, um, but he didn't play all the games. He played thirteen games. Um, in those thirteen games, he had four hundred twenty three attempts, two hundred fifty eight completions. 29, a little over 2,900 yards, 21 touchdowns, four interceptions. He also provided that rushing floor that we all love from quarterbacks, which that I didn't think he was a rushing quarterback. But he had 63 rush attempts, 310 yards, zero touchdowns. So that's the first point I want to make. When a guy rushes, and I think, you know, Tags brought this up on our, on our podcast recently. Like, when a guy rushes that amount of times and doesn't score a touchdown, that doesn't happen every year. So if he, you know, if that – Production or the, uh, his attempts stay the same or around the same, he will have some touchdowns. So that's going to help his, uh, you know, finish out his 16 game pace from, you know, those 13 games. He would have been 16 in yards, tied for eighth in touchdowns. He would have been fifth in rush attempts, fifth in yards, rush yards, and 11th in points with 282. So you're looking at a top 12 quarterback. You know, he was on pace to be a top 12 quarterback last year. He was 12th in end zone throws. 10th in end zone touchdowns. And this is a crazy stat that, you know, Gabe knew it, but I didn't think anybody would know this. This guy led the league in deep passer rating. And he was fourth in deep adjusting completion percentage. This is a six-round quarterback who was tossed into the flames when everybody was talking up Nick Foles. They paid him all this money. He had, you know, he wasn't working with players like DJ Chark and Camp. He was working with the second string. So for him to come in and do that, you know, put up those type of numbers, like, I just think his confidence is going to be through the roof this year. And, you know, he's going to he's, – he's a great sleeper. So, um, some more stats I got for him. He threw for more yards than Lamar Jackson. He threw for more touchdowns than Kyler Murray. Um, these are guys that's in our top 12. Less interceptions than Watson, Murray, Dak, and Wits. More guys in our top 12. And he was the highest-graded rookie last year over more, Murray, uh, Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones. So, this is a guy that's going – undrafted in one QB leagues. So if you can get, you know, just imagine loading up your entire roster with studs, bro, and then you can get Garden Minshew, like, in, in the last round. And then, you know, the kicker for it is he has the second easiest QB schedule. So you can get him super-duper late, free, and, you know, he starts the year off with um, the second easiest schedule. So you can ride that out. And, then, you know, if he starts to fall off, if people start to, you know, pick up on what he's doing, then you can drop him. But I think he's a perfect sleeper for one QB leagues to start the year off. And in super play, if you're in a super flex league, take him as your QB two. He'll be a perfect QB two for you in a super flex leagues. What do you think his ceiling is? Uh, I think his ceiling is maybe nine. I wouldn't go to. I want to. I don't want to get too crazy, man. Because you know he finished. You know he didn't have no rushing touchdowns last year. So I think if he gets you know like two or three rushing touchdowns, then that'll catapult him to that you know top ten. Yeah. I don't like. I don't. I don't not like it. You know what I mean. I'm, I'm pretty high on Garner Minshew myself. He's actually my QB one in one of my leagues. 
Joe Burrow and the quarterback. That is my sleeper. Um, so that's your QB one. He's your QB two in that league. <laughs> Joe Burrow's your QB one. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. I think I got Joe Burrow at where like fifteen. He would have been my sleeper, but like I think a lot of people are high on him. So I yeah. He's at my. He's my fifteen quarterback. So he's not really a sleeper to me. But um, so one of my sleepers is I don't have all the the fancy. He doesn't have all of the fancy stats like uh Lose's uh quarterback does, and mine is more so going off of uh what I think he's going to do. Um, and that is Dwayne Haskins. You know what I mean? Uh, Dwayne Haskins is coming in as his second year for the Washington football team. Last year, <laughs> <laughs> last year he finished uh, with 119 completions, 203 attempts, 1,365 yards, seven touchdowns and seven interceptions, 20 rushes, 101 yards, but he had 5.5 uh, yards per carry last year with that big frame, that 6'4 frame. He was falling forward a lot. Um, that's something you would like to see in the quarterback's um, capability. Um, when he when kept clean, um, he had a 72.4% completion rate. When not kept clean, it wasn't as pretty. But my 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 thinking is with the new coaching coming in last year, last year they had like some offensive line coach at, at one point was the coach, and he was just trying to be too safe. I think he didn't let – he didn't fully trust Dwayne Haskins and I feel like coming into this year, um, there have been a lot of rave reports out of training camp that he's come in in great shape. He's looking good. Um, what well, I was about to say, last year, um, the new head, well, the new head coach this year is uh, Ron Rivera. I think he has cancer or something like that, bro. I think. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. So hopefully he he he's all right. Well, he is. I don't know what that what that situation looks like now then, but hopefully he's okay. Um, but last year. Well, he had Cal Allen. This is what I'm basing my my thinking of Dwayne Haskins is going to be at least uh, a consistent quarterback two in super flex leagues. I'm not saying so much as one quarterback leagues, but this is more so for super flex leagues. Cal Allen at some point last year was a serviceable quarterback. He just fumbled the ball a lot. You know what I'm saying? Toward the end of the year, he started fumbling the ball. I can't remember what was his – I had it written down, but it seems to not be here. So, but – he Kyle Allen at, at some point last year was a top 15 quarterback, you know what I'm saying, through a couple of weeks. And I feel like uh, Kyle Allen had 489 attempts with 303 completions. He threw the ball, uh, got 3,000 yards, 17 touchdowns. And like I said, his problem was the turning of the ball, turning the ball over. He had 17 interceptions with 17 fumble loss. And I think Dwayne Haskins is coming into a better situation Minus CMC last year. We already said how we comparing Terry McLaurin to DJ Moore. You know what I'm saying? They have the same type skill sets and same same body frame pretty much. So I think if Cal, if Cal Allen could have been a top 15 quarterback, I don't see why Dwayne Haskins is not. They drafted him high. He's, his, he, had, he has the draft um, the draft into a new offense, uh, a more explosive offense, an offense that's going to let him throw the ball more. They're getting raised at him and Stevens. Steven Smith Jr., Steven Sims Jr. are out there making uh, plays. And, uh, yeah, man, I just think um, especially – and they talk – I don't know who's going to be the running back. One week is Bryce Love. The next week is Antonio Gibson. But, yeah, I definitely think the offense is going to look a lot different than having AP slow back there just running the ball for 30 yeah. yards a game. That like was 30, weird. 30 attempts a game. Like, it's gross at one point. And, that, and then people were saying he was sorry. But I think I looked up another stat. Like, toward the end of his, like, seven games, once they actually let him play, he wasn't throwing interceptions as much. You know what I mean? Like, he had, like, kind of like – it looked like if you watched the game, it looked like he kind of got it together toward the end. 
I got the numbers. Hold on. That's that's facts. Um, he didn't throw. He didn't throw one in the last two games. Yeah, I watched the games not too long ago. Uh, but yeah, man, that's pretty much that's my sleeper. I definitely think he he can finish as a, a serviceable serviceable uh, QB two um, in uh, bye week as a bye week in uh, bye week QB and QB one leagues. Um, and he's uh-huh. on the bench somewhere. And I wouldn't yeah. be surprised, man, if he jump out the jump out the box, bro, and um, surprise you with a top fifteen year. Yeah, I can get down with that, man. Like, remember, I, I was telling you about um, how Fantasy Pros has a little sleeper doc where you can like put your sleepers in there. Yeah. My top two QB sleepers were Gardner Minshew and Dwayne Haskins, so I can definitely get behind that. Last year, man, he you know he didn't. It's like the the organization didn't trust him or something. Um, they thought he wasn't ready. Yeah. Yeah. When it, but when he did get in, um, you know, he it seemed like he got better and better every week. Like he, he like he was lost first couple of weeks. But then as the season progressed, he seemed like he was getting more calmer. The game was slowing more, you know, down more for him. And he was making plays. Um, so I, you know, going to year two, he has a different coach, but I trust Rivera as a head coach. I think he, you know, developed nicely with him. And, you know, him and uh Terry McLaurin had that chemistry. I think a, a play or a video came out today of, you know, him hitting um, Terry McLaurin down the sideline, contested catch, you know, he threw it in perfect spot mm-hmm. where only t- uh, Terry can get him in. So, you know, that chemistry, you know, they can only build on that. They play together in college and they're playing together in the NFL now. So definitely like Dwayne Haskin, man. I've been grabbing him as my QB3 in Superflex leagues mm-hmm. everywhere. I have like seven, eight shares of him, man. So I'm definitely a believer in Haskins Jr., um, it does suck because we really don't have that much to go off of. Yeah. But when you watch the film, man, you can see him getting better. So I just think that's going to continue this year. And um, I think he's a great sleeper. I th- hold on. Let me look up one more thing right quick. So once, attempts. once they stopped giving, like, AP the ball, like in week 11, he had nine attempts and uh, Dwayne Haskins finished with 17 points. You know what I'm saying? That's a yeah. week. And we – What's that? Seventeen. He finished with. I think that was his highest scoring week. No week. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen. Week fifteen. Week fifteen. And AP only had sixteen carries compared to his twenty that he was averaging, something like that. So you know, I'm saying if the offense is definitely gonna be more explosive than with AP in it, and I, I definitely can see him as a great sleeper pick. And he's not going drafted at all right now. I don't even think nice. in six weeks he's probably going like in the last what's like fifteen, sixteen. Something. Yeah, I'll take I'll take a quarterback that was drafted in the first round that didn't have a chance really last year to prove himself. I'll take the, I'll take the shot on him that late team in the super flights. Yeah, I'll Ron take Rivera that shot anytime. People were trying to, for a little bit for a little bit. <laughs> People were trying to pick up Cal Allen on the on the on the um the waiver. Yeah, block. yeah, no. Yeah, man, that's all I got, man. That's I think that's it. That was my sleepers. We said our sleepers. We said the rankings. We got one more episode to go. Hopefully, man. Hey, listener, these episodes probably are gonna come out at the same time at this point. That's all right. They ready for it, man. Sure. And just in case, yeah, and just in case, you know, if you're in a draft and you're like, dang, where the damn fantasy and session podcast about the QB rankings? Mm-hmm. Check the website out, man. Check the website out. They're updated consistently. You know, we don't have to edit those rankings. We could just go in there and do that. So, you know, you always have that as a backbone, man. Oh, yeah, man. That's it, man. That's all I got. You know, next episode, hopefully everybody will be back in the kitchen while we cooking. I think we brought this episode without them. I think so, too, man.
All right, man. Uh, without further ado, I think that's it. Drop the outro. Peace.